This is How Was Your Weekend with Wendy and Brian. Go to facebook.com slash weekendpodcast for updates or go to briankilby.com. Hey, Brian, how was your weekend? Hey, Wendy, how was yours? Pretty good. Mine on my end. Good. It was good. It was busy, but you know, that's, I'd rather it be busy, but still relaxing. So it was good. I can't complain. This, this part of my weekend is really relaxing. So I like this. Yes. Sundays. Sundays are good. Or I try to make them like, even though I work Sundays, sometimes I try to make it just a couple hours and nothing too stressful. So I work like virtually every Sunday for 16 years straight. So I take, I tend to relish my Sundays now. Yes. That's smart. That's smart. They're supposed to be that way. They're supposed to be that way. So, uh, we have had, uh, the last episode that we recorded was fun because we did a little rapid fire question with you and got a little more insights to who Brian is. And maybe some people think they know your personality now, but we have kind of been joking around about taking personality quizzes and the fact that it feels like I don't know about you but when I listen to a bunch of other podcasts right now everybody's like addicted to talking about and I've had several friends said have you taken it whatever and I have and there's nothing wrong with it but there is a lot of podcasts right now that I've listened to recently where the Enneagram personality test has come up and so uh, you and I were just chatting a little bit and we're like personality like tests let's let's do something about it and not talk about the same ones but just be have fun with it (laughs) yeah i think i think this came up if i remember right you asked me what i thought of personality tests and my response was absolute total junk science science. (laughs) there's nothing to personality tests correct correct i mean i yeah so uh like and i guess it's telling that you've listened to all these podcasts where they've talked about that personality test and i've never even heard of it until this morning <laughs> or until you sent it to me so yes. we don't listen to the same stuff. Wait, no we don't we don't and i the i think it's funny because i actually had never heard of it had a friend say did you take it and then listen to a podcast two podcasts i hadn't heard in a while or i saw something maybe on instagram and then listened to one of the podcasts and then it was all over the place and i'm like what the heck so uh yeah it's a new one that's just coming out and and everybody's digging into but so, uh, personality tests, obviously we've had to take them for work or done them as part of team building, oh <laughs> team oh, building activities so and Brian's always for them so much. <laughs> you know, one, one, uh, it just occurred to me, uh, one, uh, well, the one that you made me take, we didn't even bring that one up. No, which one did we take? I can't remember. It was the, it was the one from, um, it was the big one. From uh, Gallup. Oh, Strength uh, Finders. We did Strength yes. Finders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could probably talk about that one. We could talk about that one. It wasn't, I don't know that I remember all of mine. I remember a few. Oh, I, I, I remember probably three of my five. But that one I actually found, actually that one I found interesting because of the book. And then it kind of really correlated back to different fields. So we could talk about that one a little bit too. But um, so just to kick it off before we share our results of our funny little all the different personality tests we've done. Um, I did a little bit of a, a little reflecting and thinking about this because I know you're like, I don't they're dumb. I don't like them. They they're there's no value to them. So I was like, you know, I think it's uh it's probably a fair statement and so I did a little research thinking about okay, what are truly the benefits? You generally have a boss or a company or a friend or somebody who says just take this and then when you're taking it, 
you just take it to say, what is it telling me? But really, when we go in, are we going, what do I need to understand? What am I trying to figure out? And so why am I really doing this? What's the benefit of it? All this kind of stuff. So I was like, what are the benefits of taking a personality test? And I think in a general sense, a lot of people would say, oh, I get to know myself and improve my self-awareness, helps me figure out my strengths and weaknesses. Uh, How do people interact with me, whether it's socially in my personal life or at work? Uh, You know, get to know, like I said, self-awareness. And then there are some out there and I've never really taken them. I know a lot of people took them in high school and things. I can't remember the name of the tests, but uh, where it kind of tells you maybe what you should study or what your career path should be. Um, But those were like the high level when you ask somebody or you read something or you think about why am I doing it? That's kind of the only benefits I could come up with for personality tests. (laughs) I mean, I would think that they generally, they generally reinforce any cognitive biases that you have because you're the one answering the question. It's, it's subjective, not objective. And it's really just how you feel about yourself. And I think it's a point in time, frankly, like if we'll talk about in some of these other ones, but I, I've taken these tests over different parts of my career or life and they've changed. God, yeah. I mean, I've, like over my career, I've taken the Transformers test so many times. And <laughs> at one point I was Shockwave and the last time I took it, I was Megatron. <laughs> See, it's all relative to where you're at. Um, and then one thing you brought up, right, is the reliability, like basically are these really useful what's the reliability of the test and what you're using the measurements for at that point in time and um you know some of the myths about it are like the belief that personality is innate and there is an innate piece of your personality that you have but it changes based on circumstances that you've gone through in your life i think uh that can alter or change your personality obviously so there's there's some depending on the test they say oh it'll always be that way not true uh personality tastes are based on um psychological science what are your thoughts on that one no <laughs> i mean i think i mean to some extent there are like some very broad personality dimensions that are scientific but like if you look at the what the union archetypes the 16 types those are those are bs you know they they might have been considered science you know 100 years ago but not so much anymore yep no i um i think that there it depends on the test because some of them are developed by um psychology institutes everything like that and others are just by other individuals and don't necessarily have the basis from a psychological perspective i I will say that all of the ones that i've ever taken for work were developed by for-profit institutes they might not have been you know actual scientific institutes but it's you know somebody with a degree in psychology coming up with a something something they can sell to a business doesn't really matter much when it comes to like anything real that's said about a person it's it's what can we what can we trademark what can we package up into like a a binder and what can we sell you and and make it sound like it means something exactly exactly it the other thing is the questions asks are uh aren't always free of prejudice like you said kind of lies back to you uh 
they're not always valid and reliable depending on the ones that you take. Um, and then personality tests are harmless fun, like astrology. So it was, this was a comment that I had read and it's like, you know, powerful institutions use them to make decisions. So it's one of those things of there are companies that institutions that use these personality tests to make decisions that have pretty significant consequences or impact um and then it said somewhere i read one in five fortune 1000 companies use some means of personality testing to screen job candidates and ultimately make executive selection decisions i'll guarantee it absolutely which i know from our past and and just being in in business right that that is that is a factor in decision making when making um massive changes on the executive table or anything do they use use personality tests i think they use i don't know if it's a personality test but there is there is a and i i don't know this because i sat and saw it but when you look at the factors in which some companies uh, determine, um, you know, it's multiple metrics that they use in that decision making. There has to be some level of a personality yeah. psychological but, science to it as well. Well, I mean, I, I don't want to put in science when I don't know that there's a true science to it. I'm, I, I'm sensitive to that, so I'm not, I'm not going to say it, but I know that there are certain things like how risk averse is this executive. You know, our old company, we had a very risk averse executive senior you know ceo and yeah he was replaced with a less risk averse ceo yeah um i mean i know that things like that uh come into play but i don't know necessarily you know i've never really thought about like you know the screening process do they have to take myers briggs do they have to yeah. take true colors yeah i i, I hope not. i don't think i i think there's probably the more sophisticated you know Yeah, like a battery of things, not just one indicator, right? Like I said, there's multiple metrics there from a performance perspective. But um, there are lots, I know lots of companies that did it. And I actually just did one with my team because I have a virtual team. And so trying to find uh, creative ways for a team that's based out of Canada, Brazil, Mexico City, and the United States to feel like a team and really know who they work with, even though they might connect over um, Skype or something throughout the day, you don't get the true sense of somebody as much as when you're sitting with them and you see them interacting on every stage that they interact in a day. Yeah. Yeah. So we did the, it was like the Myers-Briggs 16 personalities one a little bit just to, just so people had a little bit more insight to the people that they were engaging with or that were performing roles like them in another country. Uh, but that was, that's one that we used, which was helpful. And I think, cause we all have varying, um, roles and experience, uh, in our, in our careers. So, but we did use that. It's kind of funny. Uh, one of your old bosses is my current boss mm-hmm. and he thought it was weird that I remembered his Myers-Briggs personality type. You're just, you have such a good memory. I yeah. have no idea. Well, I mean, we have, we have the same. <laughs> oh, one, that's why. <laughs> so that was, it's easy to remember. So let's, so let's jump in. Let's do this. Like let, we're going to, everybody's going to, we had some fun ones. We have some fun, silly ones. And then we have some that businesses or well, we often get asked to do as part of our career. And a couple of I thought were going to be fun or silly that just ended up being tedious. So. <laughs> but they, but they're they're still funny. So what is your Myers Briggs? INTJ, oh. uh, which is intuitive, uh, or actually Introvert. introverted, intuitive thinking and uh, judging. Judging. Yeah. What do you think mine is? Uh, I could see you going either way with introverted or extroverted, but I'm going to say you're extroverted. 
uh, I'm going to say you are an ESFT. Very, very close. And it used to be closer to that. Um, I, I do. I borderline. I always say I'm a situational extrovert. I enjoy company and, and being in crowds, but really to refill my engine, I'm an introvert at heart. I like to be by myself or, or have moments where I can recharge by myself. But I am an ISTJ. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we are almost, wow. We're, we're off by similar. one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I used to I used to be uh, for a long time earlier in my career, I was um, an E more often than I was an I and I was an F more often than I was a T. And I think the, I, the more I've progressed into like leadership and different strategy kind of roles, I become more of a T. I the first couple times that I've taken Myers-Briggs so many times, I was always NTJ, uh, but I was 50 50 on E to I. Uh-huh. And I have progressively become more introverted um, over the course of time. And, and again, that, that, again, that thing that reinforces my own bias that I am an introverted person. Yeah. <laughs> so when I take the questions, you already I know them towards them. that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I answer them as, you know, I go like, if the phone rings, do you let it ring or do you answer it? I let it ring. You know, actually, realistically, the phone doesn't ring. Yes. So I, <laughs> exactly. It's technical. Because messaging. nobody calls me about anymore. <laughs> That's true. But, but, uh, <laughs> But, you know, I, I answer it knowing with the intent of basically reinforcing the answers that I want to get. So, yeah, I've I'm I, always been like a moderate eye. So I kind of go between and it depends really on the situation um, of that's that's how it yeah. works in, in real yeah. life. Yeah. Nobody is truly an introvert or nobody's truly an extrovert or no, they don't really exist. It's just, it's situation. Yeah. In my personal life, I probably, when I'm out with my friends and it has nothing to do with, with business, I am an extrovert in the presence of my friends, but when I, mm-hmm. but I, you know, I'm okay being an introvert and then I'm Marge. You're totally an extrovert at work. With, with friends. Yeah. 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 And then I'm not. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it depends like, but in a, in a environment of, uh, a party or where I don't know as many people or if you have to go do a networking thing for work I am I'm the person who's like I find a small niche of people to network and I, I don't work the room like I have when people can work a room I'm like I'm so envious of that I, I just I don't, don't do I, that well I don't work a room but like when it comes to work yeah I speak I am very open to speaking oh, yeah I share my thoughts I'm you know can you know I can play devil's advocate I can do all that yeah. stuff because I'm being paid to do yeah. it. Yeah, and if, I think like, it's a controlled, a, di- a little bit more controlled environment too, right? You see what's coming yeah. at you. You know the intent of what you're doing. Like where when you just throw me in a sea of I don't know what's going on and you're just here to hang out and meet people, I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I'm an I. I'm marginal on the on the S and the, the N. I often feel like I'm more intuitive naturally and have been told that, but I always come up with sensing on on this and then and I think that's become more too as I've been had more teams uh and different types of teams and leadership roles I get even deeper into the sensing part too but um okay let's let's real quick though a lot of people probably don't understand how this works and honestly um heck I may not really understand how it was supposed to work so you have these four dimensions you have uh again introvert or extrovert uh sensing or intuitive um what is it? Uh, Int thinking, thinking and feeling, or feeling. Yep. and judging and, and pers- ju- or pers- I don't know if it's per- perceiving. perceiving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so let me figure. Let's so introvert extrovert is pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's like oh, I'm outgoing or I stay at home and live with my mom's. Basement. <laughs> um, you know, it's those two things. Uh, then in sensing or 
yeah, sensing or in, in, intuiting. Um, like, do you have a good feeling of what that actually even means? No, and I think it can be interpreted depending on who's delivering or facilitating it, right? Like intuitive to me is you go with your gut feeling. You operate on more of my gut tells me to do this regardless of what else is going around me or sensing others' influence. Uh, and so intuitive really comes from the intu- that intuition and acting on intuition where sensing is acting on the what else is going on around you and so, how that so comes into play with the, how that impacts the, the decision kind of thing. The supposed characteristics of a uh, sensor versus intuitive mm-hmm. sensor, concrete, realistic, lives in the present, aware of surroundings, yep. notices details. God, I am not an S. <laughs> uh, practical, goes by senses, factual. I am an N again, intuitive characteristics, future focus, sees possibilities, inventive, imaginative, deep, abstract, idealistic, theoretical, I don't notice uh, details of anything. Yeah. I just don't care about <laughs> details. I don't sweat details. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, it rarely has it bit me in the butt. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely more on the inside than the S side on yeah. that. And then thinking and feeling. I mean, those are pretty, right? Do you, is it, are you thinking, do you use your brain more than your heart kind of feel when you're, when you're moving forward? But thinking and feeling are pretty, pretty standard in their meaning the judging and the perceiving one is always one where i get stuck because i was a p at some point in my life and i don't i can't remember when that was but that's probably been five ten years ago at least yeah let's see here what is what do they say here this is um for myers-briggs the judges uh things that generally apply to them i like to have things decided I appear to be task oriented. I like to make lists of things to do. I like to get my work done before playing. I don't know if that's the case for me anymore. <laughs> uh, I plan work to avoid rushing just before a deadline. Sometimes I focus so much on the goal that I miss new information. Where perceivers like to stay open to responding to whatever happens, appear to be loose and casual. Uh, like to approach work as player mix. Gosh, I'm more of a. You're P. kind of a P man. Yeah, uh, work in bursts of energy stimulated by approaching deadline. God, I am totally stimulated by approaching deadline. Yeah, you. Yeah, so like it already says that if like, again, again, it's bunk, Mm -hmm. but whenever I take it, I'm always, always an INTJ. Yeah. But just based on what we both think of me i i show way more show up as a p yeah i and that's i think it 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 is interesting so that that kind of just goes to the point of right how much is it really pulling out of you in the reality of how you operate versus how you answer a question oh so like the the name of the the 16 personalities for the intj is the mastermind for the intp it's the logician the logician um so what was sorry say those again so for INTJ, mm-hmm. the like the the name, the nickname is the mastermind. Yeah. For the INTP, it's the logician. So I think on when I took this with my team, I'm not joking. I think when I took this for, with my team, and this has been like maybe a month ago, I was the advocate, which I don't think is the ISTJ personality. Yeah. No. Yeah. See, and it was just a month ago. So it's literally what is happening in the moment you're taking the test. And how you're relating to the question. Yeah, like reading this. I mean, again, it's like it's like a horoscope. You read into everything. It's like, oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. You read every single one of these. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's There's me. There's a component that's but, like you. Yeah. But uh, reading uh, the strengths and weaknesses, uh, great analysts and abstract thinkers, imaginative and original, open-minded, enthusiastic, objective. Uh, I think I think sometimes I'm objective to a fault. Uh 
in in the sense that I try to look at things from both sides, and I know that like drives my wife crazy. <laughs> Very private and withdrawn and sensitive. Yep. I am totally insensitive, yeah. <laughs> absent-minded, condescending. I have been known to be condescending. <laughs> Loathe rules and guidelines. That's me. Second guess themselves. I do that. Wow, this is totally me. Hey, nailed it. Yeah. Mine, I just remember reading the high level on the one that I took. It just said, um, I'm called often call, I'm called the inspector, uh, which my brother would probably laugh at because he calls me super anal retentive because I always am like details and organized and planning. Yeah. So uh, keen sense of right and wrong. Yep. Uh, in my opinion. anyways, <laughs> And then devotion to duty. Above everything else. Those are like three things that I pulled out from after taking mine. And I was like, mm, those are pretty accurate. <laughs> I mean, so like reading these, at least the the types that I've read, it's like all of them, like, and, and again, this just again, how it doesn't apply to reality. Like all of the, all of the types make the person who has that type sound really smart. <laughs> but we know that not everybody's really smart and they're going to have these personality types. So again, what sense does that make? Exactly. So let's go on to true colors. I think we took this one early on when, um, I don't know if this is the same exact test we took, but I feel like when we first came together as a group and maybe you weren't on the team just yet. I wasn't okay. on the team. I took it before. I took it before. Okay. I we team. did one at, uh, when that team was starting to form and I can't remember what my color was then. I, I think I it was have a, a different pretty good idea what you're, okay. I think I know what your color what is. What do you think? I think you're gold. I am actually a purple. Oh, but I'm purple. Yeah, I'm purple. Purple isn't a color in the true the colors one, The test. one you sent me, it was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry. No, I was, uh, okay, but now that you say that on that other test, like the one I was talking about before, uh, I was a gold. You're right. Yeah. I was so, a gold. So I'm sorry. I said, so I Googled what was the, I sent you over the ones that were the first that popped up result, yeah. assuming that they were the ones that I took before, <laughs> because they, obviously if I took it, it's the most popular one. <laughs> and so there are four colors for in the true colors yeah. test. It's orange, gold, green, and blue. Yeah. Gold, uh, pardon me, orange is energetic, spontaneous, and charming. Basically, those are the ones who are uh, like the uh, competitive and adventurous. Yeah. Gold are punctual, organized. They're the rule followers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they respect rules uh, and they're incredibly dependable. Green are the nerds, the ones who, you know, are robots, basically. And then blue are the, you know empathetic uh the touchy-feely people yeah i was i was a uh, gold and i think i had a little bit of orange because it was one of i totally yeah, see I had that. a driver of orange too so i was as green as they as come the, <laughs> as i was literally as green as the test would allow you to be <laughs> yet then my primary then my color was orange uh -huh. then my color like then i was gold then i was blue <laughs> so i but I could not have been more green on, on that. that oh, yeah. Like you showed way up. Yeah. So the True Colors one, like it was, you're right. Because the one you took, this one is the the purple is the orange, is the golden. That's the difference. Ah. Because it's like the purple. But then if I think about golden, golden is loyal, dependable, prepared, organized, caring, rule follower, best at what they do, and often do well in public service or finance. And like as a rule, because they follow rules. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was the one. So I do. I see you as green for sure. For sure. For sure. For I sure. was green AF. 
analytical, analytical, analytical. Yeah. Uh, okay, the other one you had us take. So these ones become a little bit more fun. This one was still one that you took at work and I had never heard of before. Oh God, I hated this Until one. our friend Allison had said something and she's like, I think we have you nailed on what, what yours was. And they they were close. Uh, I think her and Stacy had talked about it, but they were close, but I didn't come up as that one being my primary. So the dope bird test, talk to us a little bit about that one because you actually took it and had it facilitated with a team where this is the first I've taken it. We spent days, if not longer on this. It, and we started um, organizing our meetings around it. We really tried to integrate this into um, our team and our business. And I was just gritting my teeth through the entire thing. I'm like, you don't realize how stupid this is. <laughs> Uh, not my so, cup of tea, people. <laughs> no. So there are four first personality types that are basically the same personality types from the um, true colors. Okay. Yeah, but you could be the dove who's peaceful and they're people oriented. They're effectively the blue. Mm-hmm. Then you have the peacock. Uh, the peacock uh, wants to be the center of attention. They have passion, enthusiasm. They're happy and optimistic. Um, they are. Uh, it, it's not really an analog so much for the gold, but that would be. Uh, I guess the closest one you have the eagle, which is really the orange, which uh, is they're the bold one. They're the ones who are dominant when it comes to uh, personality types. They're the the alpha dogs, the alpha males, um, but they're the like the taskmasters. Then you have the owl, which is basically green. Who are the? Then that's exactly the what I thought you would be. Is an owl mathematically minded. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's you're an owl. Okay, so I, what do you think I am? Um, I, I mean, I would think that you'd be somewhere between a dove and an eagle, but okay, okay. maybe entirely. No, you're good. So I totally, when I took this, I was like, Brian's an owl, and not at first for me because I'm a weirdo. Like I didn't even read the things. I'm just like owls are they they're associated with wisdom and thought and like have this very nocturnal pattern and methodical way that they operate in their like existence so i was like brian's gonna be an owl without even reading what the thing was and you're an owl so that was kind of funny uh just because i'm thinking of the personality and the life of the bird the versus what the how they're applying it um i am Within five percentage points of I, my leading is a dove, but I'm secondary eagle. I could totally, yeah, yeah that that I think that is perfect. And uh, Stacy and Allison, I think, and, and again, it's at work versus sitting on my couch taking this. I think they were peacocks. They were peacocks. They're, They're peacocks. totally. When she was saying, "Here's the bird type," she didn't even tell me what it meant. I was like, "Okay, if 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 the the." personality of the bird has anything to do with the correlation to you i'm like you're totally a peacock and she's like yeah, yeah. me and stacy and then i she said you're you're an eagle and i was like okay i'll take that um but then i said i brand had to be an owl she's like yep. i'd see more being i i would think you'd be i would immediately more think dove. a dove than an yeah eagle. but they she said you could be both but she they did have me i i do i'm within actually three percentage points of being an eagle so i'm a dove wow. i'm leading with a dove and then i'm closely an eagle so again this is so i took something not well not similar to this but i had a team that spent a lot of time money and energy years ago on something called lifo Uh uh-huh yep oh god i can't remember mine anymore it's not last last no exactly parameters around it yeah so many parameters around it it would be hard to remember everything 
But I, when I took that, I was like the one that was command and control and all this stuff. And people were like, well, that's not true. And I'm like, yeah. it depends on how I feel. <laughs> it really, but, yeah. um, but like we tried, <laughs> we really wanted to like manage our team and interactions around that. It just didn't work because it's not natural to do yeah, it. Yeah, like to, to walk up some, because I remember when everybody had those things on their cubes. The poster. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then even when we did the personality the color true colors thing everybody put their color out on their cube and you know for about a small minute i thought what does that mean and how am i what am i coming to talk to them about and then things get busy and work is happening and i don't have time <laughs> i mean you i mean this makes as much sense as phrenology you might as well go up and feel the bumps on their skull <laughs> to see what makes sense <laughs> well and then honestly it's I mean, just in the little bit that we've talked about, and even my team, when we, t the, my current team, when we took 16 personalities, I had three team members say, I took this three months ago, or I took this a year ago, and I was somebody completely different. And it's like, exactly, your environment, you, the, who you're surrounding yourself with, like it, it all influences where you're at in the moment that you take that. So today you could be an orange, and I'm going in and communicating like a rock star, and the next day you could be a green because of whatever's going on, and I'm flopping with my communication with you. I yeah. don't think it's well, that easy to always be on that path. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Uh, so. yeah, and and again, we, we took the... Uh, the strength Clifton strength finders from Gallup. Yep. And I like that one, even though, again, I think it's BS because uh, it has a bunch of, how do I say it? Uh, it has a bunch of parameters or dimensions on it, but it's not usually an either or it's like, these are what you're better at. And then it, uh, then it stacks them based on, you know, like what are your top skills? Cause not everybody is good at everything. It's more, it's more like a skill based thing than a, personality so like mine were i was good ideation which is coming up with ideas yeah. uh input which is uh wanting to know more and understand things strategic uh which you know trying to figure your way through a problem intellection which is uh you know thinking and, and things like that and then competition which is uh the drive to uh <laughs> basically uh win and uh uh, you know, compete against other people. And like, really, I think, again, it, it, it reinforces personal biases, but uh, I like that one because I, it, it's more like these are the, these are the skills or these are your strengths uh, that, that you have and don't try to necessarily peg you down to this is the person that you yeah, are. Yeah, that one I did like, and I just pulled out the book because I was like, God, I remember a few of mine, but I, I still have the little book. And I probably deep in my email somewhere have the results from that. But I do remember, um, and I don't remember the specific order. And I remember reading your or seeing yours because I think at that point, you were on my team for sure. And um, not surprised by yours. But I remember taking mine and being like, okay, I don't see myself as this but i i was an achiever i know yes, that, you were. I, that um, I was a i think it was an arranger um i should know what you were restore, I, after Pete yeah left, restorative self-assurance so. self-assurance was yeah self-assurance was, was one, one and i was like i did that one shocked me the most of all of my you, but you pro you project yeah. that I, yeah, relator, self-assurance, achiever, restorative, and I can't remember the fifth one. That's the only one I can't remember. Yeah, Maybe I, arranger. I should remember. I was the keeper of you the list the of, of like everyone's strengths after Pete yeah. left. So I, I, 
uh, yeah, I should remember. But, but I, I don't. don't remember. Yeah, like I don't remember my fifth one. But I do remember when I look at the list, it was self-assurance, restorative, because I remember it talking about how constant improvement and how I was always trying to, maybe it was responsibility, but then, oh no, adaptability. I think it, that's what it was. Achiever, adaptability, uh, self-assurance, restorative, and responsibility, I think were mine. I think. Yeah, sounds but right. I did, but I did, I did like it. I thought that one was most helpful because, especially when you had the book and like you could read through, like, you know, that when you have the book, it's really quick and simple, and it talks about what the like. I'm looking at analytical because that's what I opened up to. It has the outline of what analytical is, and then it's like analytical sounds like this, and then it says ideas for actions, meaning you know, how you can action drive in the actions that you can use for that type and then working with others who have that type in case you're not. So in that case, I would have looked at it to work with my team better. But then it also kind of drove into what jobs kind of correlate to that. Because I remember some of mine were like, oh, nurse or because problem solving and quick, you know, adaptability, things like that. And then the restorative piece talked about process improvement and black belts. And I was like, well, okay, that's, that's what my team does. So I thought it really was easier to apply the learnings and look at it in a helpful way. I think, especially with the book, than the other ones we had taken. Yeah. I like that one. Um, Okay. So then there has obviously with all the things that go on with Netflix and, all these new series and all this craziness and people get into the storyline and the characters. There's now all these other fun, silly quizzes out there about how your personality then it makes you this character in the show. So we and did a couple of those. Are, <laughs> and they are just as scientifically valid as exactly. the other ones we spoke about. It's true. It's true. Somebody on Buzzfeed or whatever is like, Hey, here, let's just correlate this into a character. This character was a uh, Myers Briggs. It would be this. So now if the people ask the questions this way, <laughs> it's just a matter of switching the thing. So which one, talk to me, which one do you want to talk about first? Um, let's do the Transformers okay. one. Uh, I'm Megatron. Okay. I have a take charge kind of personality and want to be in control. I am ruthless when it comes to business and advancing my career and realize that I have to step on a few stone. Where did this come from? That's not how anything I answered when you. So the problem is I sent a couple again, the first ones that came up and it was from this crappy quiz site. Like I took a couple, one of these in the past. It was really good. It was really thoughtful. Like with the characters it selected, but uh, yeah, this was just from a crappy quiz site, which transformer were you? Which one do you think I am? I don't know what the options were, so I have no idea. <laughs> I'm Optimus Prime. Oh, God. It says I'm I'm strong. That. <laughs> That's what it said. That's all I wrote down after that was when I wrote down Optimus Prime was... So we have to hate each other now. Oh, That's unfortunate. But you know what? The funny thing is, Brian, we're so we're so alike and so different. I like That's what I like about our friendship is we have yeah. such different... But we still get along. Yeah, it's a, it says Optimus Prime. Your main strength is your strong leadership skills, and you have the ability to leave without alienating people, and because of that, have many friends. Awesome. That was how they described it on the one you sent. Okay, what about uh, what about the Lord of the Rings, which I know nothing about. I I didn't even uh, I just wrote down the thing because I was like I don't know what this means. So I I was tree bur- beard, whatever tree beard is. Awesome. Okay. Cool. You were an ant. Yeah, I was an ant. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So what does it say? What did it say about it did, I didn't write it down. It didn't load everything. So I just put tree beard. I don't know what that means. Oh. 
Um, so Treebeard is wise. He's old. He's got a, I guess, a funny personality. <laughs> yeah, goofy. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And what are you? I am Thrandwill. He is a formidable warrior and strong leader, both wise and benign. He also possesses a weakness for gems. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So he's an he's an he's elf. A, uh, he's a wood okay. elf. Well, that sounds cooler um, than an int or whatever you called me. And, well, an int's like a giant tree. Oh, okay. I'm a tree. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he's from Mirkwood. He's the father of Legolas. So if you ever watched the Lord of the Rings, he was the. I've only seen one episode of Lord of the Rings, and it was I don't even remember which one. But I had a friend, a roommate, and her boyfriend that would watch. He would watch it all the time, and I was just like, I don't yeah. know. I'm. I just couldn't. He was played by Orlando Bloom. Oh. Um, well, yeah. there you go. Uh, my my buddy Ricky, he would watch. He he'll probably watch Lord of the Rings. He used to watch it every day. Oh my god! Uh, I think he would he would watch one movie a day and get, cycle through. Uh-huh. I, he told me that he read the books um, about ten times a year. Oh wow! Now, I love I love the books. The books are great. The movies are yeah. okay, but uh, the books are better. Uh, the books yeah. are always better. They always are better. Not wow. always. Forrest oh. Gump. I pr- I present. Oh, okay, Gump. I've never. I just. I don't even correlate Forrest Gump to a book. So I guess that's fair. I yeah. love Forrest. It Gump. It was a book okay. first. Now there are other books that are not as good. Um, one of my favorite books, which I wish I'd actually thought about it on forty the, rapid fire questions. The, <laughs> yeah, I probably would have answered. Johnny got his yeah. gun, which is an awesome book by Dalton Trumbo. Uh, it was an anti-war book. Uh, the movie is phenomenal. Uh, I think the movie is better because, uh, interestingly enough, he, Dalton Trumbo, uh, actually wrote and directed the movie like 40 years after he wrote the book. Oh, so he took a different spin on had, it then, to a degree. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So he had, it was his own vision. Uh, it was, it's it's an amazing movie. So it's an amazing that's, book. That's, too. that's another example. So, okay. So you were who again? Okay, and I'm Treebeard. Whatever. Yeah. Treebeard's pretty okay. awesome. What about Game of Thrones? I watched Game of Thrones, actually. You did not. I've got the books. I've just So, never again, read them. that's another one where I've heard, even though the books are like massive, that the books are better than the show. But I've, well, I've heard that the, I've heard that the books, there's a lot to yeah. them. I think it goes into great detail about everything, especially eating. Uh, <laughs> Which seems pretty, so, based on the period, uh, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't have any clue about any of the characters or anything. The character that I am is Rob Stark. Oh, that's a good one. So he okay. was, he did get killed. Um, but then I would be your mom. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm Catelyn Stark. <laughs> oh, Which cool. her, she was... Um, like the Stark family is centered around a lot of the, the story is centered around a lot of them, but Rob Stark was her son and like heir to the throne of their, their kingdom. Um, oh, but cool. yeah, Catelyn was, it says the traits are politically aware, protective and dogged. Um, she, you're proud, strong, kind, and generous. You're seen as honorable and upright by acquaintances holding duty over desire as a governing principle of behavior. That so. Uh, let's see. Mine says. What does mine say? I've already head, skipped. Also, I have no idea. I skipped ahead to head. my the classic <laughs> TV character. I might. I'm, uh, I have a keen sense of honor and justice. I'm fair and compassionate, and place a high priority on keeping your family safe. That's, That's true. true. I, I think it's like, yeah. That one I found interesting because I think that one read more into your actual like personal life personality than the other ones. 
Um, And then the funniest one that you sent, and I'm still like, I should have, I thought about retaking this one, um, but I didn't. I stuck with it because I thought you would appreciate this. Um, The, what is the classic TV personality that you are? Uh, I am Jack Tripper from Three So am I. Yes. That is awesome. (laughs) That one came up and I was like, what? (laughs) But yeah, I am too. You're fun, loving, and carefree. People take an instant liking to you and you get along with almost everybody. However, and I, I, you know, I, I love John Ritter. It's a shame oh, that he had so to early. leave so yeah, soon. He was a gr- he's a yeah. great actor. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. This part was, however, you can be a little clumsy when you try new things, and there are moments when your immaturity gets you into weird but funny situations. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so since we we uh, diverted a little bit and talked about the funny ones, you, you, we started off by talking about this enneagram. Enneagram. Yep. I, Tell us what what is this and why did I, I hate it? you the reason you took it is because all my I had literally in the last month and a half have had three friends say take this and I'm like okay and then I'd heard podcasts and whatever so I was like okay fine somebody sent me a link I took it and it really again it comes down to same if you really dissect it it and you look at the nine personality types that they talk about it kind of just goes back to your Myers-Briggs but what they emphasize on this versus um and this is my very vague understanding from listening to like two podcasts and talking to a couple friends so there's much more to it so don't take anything I said as fact um is basically you have a leading personality or trait and then it's winged by the other personalities on either side of that number and depending on you know again depending on what's your primary but then sometimes you're this or sometimes you're that so but you score on your likeliness of all nine when you take the test um, but you have two that are your primaries that you I think they say you kind of operate in in any given circumstance more often than not um, so again it's just a different spin on a personality test and and reading through it, but also having a little more saying you can bounce between two different types more frequently. And on either side of those types, you may have traits of the others. So it leaves it pretty open. Um, and so that's, I mean, again, I don't think it's any different than anything else anybody's ever taken. <laughs> What was what what was so type? my two my top uh, my top two types are type one and eight, which is the moral perfectionist and the protective challenger. Okay, so my top two types: type five, the investigative thinker, and type one, the moral perfectionist. Ah, so you and I were were both a moral perfectionist. Then, as it goes down into your other types, and kind of takes you from your most prominent all the way down. I then had peaceful mediator, the romantic individualist, the supportive advisor, the investigative thinker, the loyal guardian, the entertaining optimist, and my lowest was the successful achiever, which is so funny because most of my other things, most of my other personality types hone in on me being achiever. So I thought that Um, was interesting. But they they do the dynamic, like the way they combine the metrics make it different. And I think they come really, really more from a very specific business lens versus just personality. 
like, okay, my type one is, or my first one is type five, which is the investigative thinker. Let's see what they say. Core fear, being annihilated, invaded, or not existing. Yeah. Yeah. Non-existence is pretty, pretty much my pretty biggest fear. fear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty big fear. Uh, being thought incapable or ignorant. Yes. Yes. Having obligations placed upon them or their energy depleted. My core desire is being capable and competent. Mm -hmm. Core weakness is avarice, feeling that they lack inner resource and too much interaction with others will lead to catastrophic depletion. Eh, withholding themselves from contact with the world. That, I don't know, that that sounds a little dramatic. Core longing, um, message they long to hear, your needs are not a problem. That's a little weird. odd. <laughs> yes, that's weird. That's weird. Uh, so core, but my second one, I, I, I've got a, sort of some thoughts around yeah, this. Yeah, because that's the, my uh, primary, right? The moral perfectionist. Yeah, core fear, being wrong, bad, evil, inappropriate, unredeemable, or corruptible. Core desire, having integrity, being good, balanced, accurate, virtuous, and right. Core weakness, resentment, repressing anger that leads to continual frustration and dissatisfaction with themselves, others, and the world for not being perfect. Core longing, what do I want to hear? We're good. So for me, for that one, uh, whenever I play like Dungeons and Dragons or any other type of role-playing game, I love, 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 love uh, playing a paladin a paladin is basically a knight but they're a, a, a holy knight not that i'm a religious person but they are uniformly 100 percent good and they must be good in all their actions and they must do what's right in all their actions and i where some people would find that con constricting i find it liberating mm -hmm. because it's i i really I want to do. I want to do. Whenever I play a video game, it's any type of video game. I always play my character basically as a paladin, basically somebody who always wants to do, do what's good. right and be right yep. and just. So um, I actually do see that one. It's it, more. It's more of a longing because I don't. Yeah, actually, maybe I do. Maybe I like. I never want to cheat anybody. I'm always worried. Fairness like, if and I went to the yeah, store, like not leaving yeah. somebody feeling like, oh, that person just, you well, know. Yeah, or if I went to the store and, and didn't get charged for something, I would go back and pay yep. for it, you know, things like that. Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, and I think that's the funny thing, because <clears throat> when you read into them, you see a title, right, and you make the assumption, but then when you read into the Enneagram a little bit more, it's not what you think always. So that was one, that was one thing I appreciated about this test was the others that I've taken, for the most part, it's pretty intuitive, or you can take a pretty initial guess at what the type means and where you're going with it where these ones aren't as um i mean they're accurate in how they describe it but there's more into it than you're thinking like how do you want to be viewed and then what is your weakness and it's very blunt about what are those weaknesses what makes it a great thing also makes it this you know so i did appreciate that about these ones a little bit more and there's a book i don't know the name of the book um but there's a book associated with enneagram as well so um, but that, this is the one that, like I said, either through Instagram or podcasts or whatever, it's the one that, whether it's a book that's been released or it's just the one that everybody's talking about, that's the one that I've heard the most buzz about now. So, uh, I, I was like, okay, I'll take it. And then my one friend said, I can't, she said, she goes, you're a challenger. She thought mine would be a challenger. My other friend thought I was totally a nine, which I'm still high on a nine, but it's very interesting to hear your friends once they take it, try to type you. <laughs> and mine have been pretty accurate, but neither one of them picked the moral perfectionist. They both picked the, the, either the, the mediator or the challenger, <laughs> but then that kind of ties into the advocate side of what came out on one of my other 
personalities too. So I mean, you know, honestly, you know, you don't talk about like your faith yeah. and all that publicly a lot, but like with that, with knowing that part yeah. side of you to the extent that I do, I can I totally yeah. see it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And that's I just and I and how I was raised, right? How you treat people and what's right or wrong. And I was always the kid too. uh, to this day, I still have a couple cards from people. But I was always the kid too who stood up for the underdog or the person getting picked on because I was like, BS, like nothing got me more pissed off. (laughs) than when people would just feel the need to pick on somebody who is different and there was nothing wrong with that person. So it was about being just and good and like everybody walking away feeling like there was a little bit of good going on as opposed to always feeling like, what's the next bad thing that's going to happen? So um, yeah, it's pretty fitting. It's pretty, I think yours are pretty fitting too. The moral perfectionist, that's the other part of you. Like when people talk to you and we joke around, like that's the part of you. I think people are, uh, based on a little conversation we were having before we kicked off the podcast, like that you, you're funny and you say things that can be awing. Like people will be like Brian, you know. But I know your heart is always in the the moral perfectionist space, and you act that way yeah, most of the so. time. When you're around people who know you, you you do the shock and awe sometimes, and I think just to get a laugh out of us. <laughs> All right, so uh, we. I think we, I think it's interesting that we knew pretty much each other's things Our little, little, and that I had taken some I hadn't taken before. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, we did do the Harry Potter one, but we didn't share our stuff cause we don't know enough of, Ravenclaw. yeah, we were both Ravenclaw on that. Um, which my nieces would love, which by the way, I got a little message from my youngest niece and she said, Aunt Wendy, I didn't know you had a podcast. And I said, well, it's just something we do for fun and we're starting to, to pick up on it and everything else. And I said, what did you think? She's like, well, I just listened to one. And I was like, which one? I said, she said, the world needs more plumbers. I said, all right, well, there's other ones. Go listen to those too. So the world does need more plumbers. plumbers. So now we have, we know we have a younger, a little crew of maybe young listeners coming into the fray <laughs> yeah that's awesome yeah that's all at the same time <laughs> that's okay they if we if we often we don't use a lot of curse words but you know if we slip up once in a while they're not going to be offended because Aunt wendy does that sometimes <laughs> yeah daddy brian does that a lot. <laughs> and then it's uh it's do as i say and not as i do <laughs> situation when, when i when i let something like that drop it's like you know yeah and and if i do which i just do it's like my release valve i'm a cursor i have the mouth of a sailor it's just who i am but uh they'll just be like aunt wendy and i'm like yep sorry got it just don't say those words <laughs> so well this is fun brian yeah it's been great i really enjoyed this actually when you sent this my way i'm like can we talk about that for 30 minutes we've but done we- it We've beat it. We've beat it. Uh, So we will have to come up with some more fun ideas. I know we have a book uh, that we're trying to finish up and we'll, we'll kind of get on that one. That's around leadership and, and kind of our old, our worlds that we live in with the the pork (laughs) industry. And then uh, we just, you know, we'll come up with other stuff. Well, inspiration will grab us. And then uh, who knows, my nieces may come up with an idea they want us to talk about. That could be interesting. All right. Have a great week, Brian. We'll talk to you later. Bye. You've been listening to How Was Your Weekend with Winnie and Brian. Look for updates at facebook.com slash weekendpodcast or go to briankilby.com.